DeKalb County prepares for their first region game and Thursday game of the season. The Stone Memorial Panthers look to go 3-0 on the young season, and White County's schedule continues to get more challenging. We're joined now by head coach Derek Samber of the Stone Memorial Panthers, who moved to 2-0 last Friday after beating East Ridge on the road 35-6. Coach, take me through the game. What'd you like in the win? You know, there's a lot to like, honestly. Uh was worried about the bus trip down there. It's something like a two-hour drive. And, uh, you know, our kids came out ready to play and jumped out of the gate pretty quickly. Um, defense, or I think our first group still hasn't given up a point. Offensively, we executed some big play stuff uh, and put 28 points on the board in the first half. So, uh, you know, pleased overall. Anytime you can get a win in the uh, – or get one in the win column is, is a big deal. Uh, we don't want to take those lightly. Coach, you've put up in back-to-back wins, 30-plus points in each of those wins. What's clicking more for your team right now? Is it the offense, is it the defense, or is it kind of a combination of both? Yeah, I think we're playing complimentary football, but uh, uh, the coaching side of me says that we've left several points on the board. We've had an interception in the end zone the last two weeks, uh, had a couple touchdowns called back this past Friday night against East Ridge. So uh, defense has played well in setting the offense up in, in good field position, but offensively we're leaving some points on the board and we want to get more efficient to beat the teams that we want to beat uh, down the road in this season. Well, So what are you guys focusing in on in practice, kind of going off of that this week, getting ready for Livingston? Yeah, just execution. You know, I think every week as a, as a high school coach and a high school program, you've got to worry about improving yourself. Um, and so certainly that's the focus for us is cleaning up our mistakes from Friday. Uh, it's nice to be able to teach those or correct those mistakes off of a win. Uh, but there's certainly plenty to correct uh, in terms of our execution, discipline, and efficiency. Coach, as you guys get ready to head into week three, what's the injury report looking like? Is everybody staying fairly healthy? You know, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to Chris Hanna. He had an injury, still not sure what it is, uh, but he was really a playmaker for us on both sides of the ball, so we miss him. Uh, should get a couple kids back this week. We've missed uh, a big line body for us. It's done all the right things in the off season. Uh, his name's Gage Eldridge. We hope to have him back this week. So, um, you know, uh, injuries are part of this game. It's a physical, uh, violent game uh, that we play and coach. Uh, so that's part of it, but uh, we're okay with where we're sitting right now. Coach, I kind of want to backtrack a little bit. You had mentioned how the offense has left some points on the board, but I guess through the first couple weeks of the season and maybe even from week one to week two, what have you been most impressed with with your team? Uh, it's a more mature football team this year, if I'm being honest. It's a really fun team to coach. You know, I always love the kids uh, that I coach each year, but uh, this team, I don't want to say is easier to coach, but certainly more responsive, more disciplined, more mature. Um, you know, we've seen that the first two weeks. The way they've come together and played as a team uh, and not allowed outside factors to affect them or affect our mission as a team and a program, uh, that's what has definitely impressed me the most. Do you think that maturity stems from the group of seniors you have this year, or is it just kind of the way the program has been built over the last few years? Yeah, it was a big emphasis this offseason. I want to give our seniors a lot of credit. Uh, Hunter Hevelin, our quarterback, Caleb Flowers, uh, receiver and, and safety, uh, those two are kind of vocal and stepped into a vocal role, and they've they've really set the tone. But as coaches, that was our emphasis this offseason. We've done some good stuff schematically and, and – and, uh, fundamentally but really our focus was growing these uh athletes into great young men uh and i think that's uh proven to to pay off these first couple games 
We're talking with head coach Derek Samber of the Stone Memorial Panthers right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. 2-0 on the season, getting ready for region play opening up on Friday. They'll host the Livingston Academy Wildcats. And coach, let's break it down a little bit. What do you know about the Wildcats this season? Well, you know, Livingston's such a storied program. And, you know, those kids walk the hall with uh, the with, with gold ball in those hallways with them. So, um, whatever their record is or whatever the scoreboard's been these first two weeks, we know it's a storied program. We're going to have to uh, take care of business and really prepare and play our best. Uh, those region games are so important, too. As you know, uh, we can't take those for granted or, or let one slip through our fingers. So uh, we hope that those couple of factors really uh, ratchet up our kids' intensity this week and focus. You mentioned those region games being so important, especially this first one. How important is it to get started on the right foot into region play, especially in such a competitive region? Yeah, I think there's, what, six teams in our region, uh, and it is. It's so competitive. You know, um, I think five of us finished with winning records last year, so Mm -hmm. you certainly can't afford uh, for one of these uh, region games to pass you by. Uh, You've really got to bring your best uh, each and every week for those five region games. Uh, in terms of playoff seedings or even getting into the postseason. Coaches, you guys get ready for the Wildcats coming up on Friday. Obviously, still a few more days of practice to go, but what do you want to see the guys do well in that ball game? Well, it, it's a quite a bit different uh, offense than we've seen the first couple of weeks. We've seen a couple of outliers uh, in single wing and double wing the first two weeks of the season, and Livingston has a tremendous passing game, some really great athletes on the perimeter, and a quarterback that against Cookville, man, he put – a couple footballs and spots that you don't see many high school uh, kids places. So excited to see the challenge that our, our secondary has this week and see uh, how they respond to that challenge because we've certainly not seen a whole lot of passing game these first couple weeks. We're going to have a really stiff challenge with Livingston the way they throw the ball this week. Uh, that's something I'm excited and looking forward to to, to see. Uh, that's something that I've got my eyes on Friday night. Coach, uh, you saying the perimeter kind of reminded me last week you guys were working on and kind of worried about the speed of Eastridge on that perimeter. How do you think they played against them this past Friday, and how do you think the guys on the perimeter have kind of prepared for this week getting ready for the Wildcats? Got our hands on a couple footballs last week, some some pass breakups, and I think two interceptions against Eastridge, which we were pleased with that. We executed uh, you know, kind of what we had schemed up for their passing game and some of the things they did on the perimeter. Uh, bottled it up pretty solid. Uh, but certainly they broke a couple runs, too, where we didn't fit correctly or didn't finish a play and get the ball carried to the ground. But, you know, pleased overall, East Ridge does have that speed element year in, year out that you've got to worry about. Uh, and we weren't perfect, uh, which is nice to come away with the win and still have a couple corrections on those things where we uh, weren't quite up to the standard. Head coach Derek Samber with the Stone Memorial Panthers right here on the high school playbook. 2-0 on the young season, getting ready to take on Livingston in region play coming up on Friday. Coach Samber, we appreciate the time. Yes, sir. Thanks a bunch. We're joined now by head coach Derwin Wright of the York Institute Dragons football program. A big win over Jackson County at home this past Friday, 35-2. to And uh, Coach Wright will just start it right there. What were your thoughts in the win on Friday? Well, the biggest thing, we... Uh... We didn't turn the ball over. We didn't make those kind of mistakes that we made early. The only real mistake we had was uh, on the first punt. We had changed long snappers, and he, he went over the punter's head, and that gave them their two points. But, uh, you know, I was just, I was proud of our defense and defensive effort, and then offensively we were able to establish the run game, so that was a good thing. It looked like Miles Lafue had a really good game, 102 yards on the ground with 10 carries and a couple of touchdowns, and almost the same thing through the air. Uh, how good has he been just the start of the season, but especially in that last game against Jackson County? 
Well, he uh, he's he's starting to pick up on his reads and, and you know what his progression is, and uh, he's he's a good runner. So he gives you a you know he gives you a dual threat, both run and and pass. So that's you know that's that's always a big positive. Uh, he had a, he had a really good game at quarterback, letter team, and and I was real proud of him. Coach, how proud of you uh, just in terms of your team kind of making those adjustments from week one to week two? Uh, you had kind of alluded to it in that first one, but in what were those adjustments that they really did a good job of making? Well, we dismissed a lot of blocking assignments on the offensive side. Uh, we weren't we weren't lined up correctly on the defensive side. Uh, I felt like we weren't coached well, and uh, I, challenged, I challenged everybody and said, you know, we just uh, – we we did a lot of things, and and our our biggest chance for improvement is from game one to game two. And you know, it, it, our our players, our coaches, our, the whole staff took it took it and said, hey, you know, let's get this fixed. And we watched the film and broke that down. And uh, you know, just did a did did so many things better. We still got our areas of improvement, obviously, but uh, there was a just a, a big learning curve from game one to game two. I know when we talked in the preseason, you said you were still trying to kind of work that rust off, getting back into that coaching position. Does it feel like you're starting to get back into the groove of things a little more? Well, I felt I felt more comfortable Friday night calling the offense than than I did in the first game. I felt like that, you know, as an offensive play caller, when you're calling this play, you should be thinking ahead at, at least one or two plays based on what happens. And in the first game, I didn't feel like I was there. In the second game, I, I felt I felt a whole lot more comfortable. And uh, you know, I think I think you know, guys were looking for what I was needing them to look for, and, and and things just went a lot better. We're talking with head coach Derwin Wright of the York Institute Dragons football program, right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Uh, one and one on the season as they get ready for their first region game coming up at the end of the week against Monterey. Coach, I want to get into that before we get there, though. How's the team look uh, injury wise? Is everybody fairly healthy? Yeah, uh, we uh, prob- probably beginning to get more healthier than we've been. Uh, we've had. Uh, you know, in, in the preseason, we had some guys banged up, a few ankles, and just just nothing nothing serious, thank God. But uh, just you know, ankles and just some things like that. So uh, we uh, we're not quite a hundred percent, but we're getting there. What's the focus in practice this week, gearing up for the Wildcats? Just execution, execution, making sure that you know we're we're uh, as far as technique and blocking, we're not. We're 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 blocking the right people, but once we're there, we're not using the right technique. We're not using the right shoulders a lot of times. We're not, you know, working our hips to where we need to be, and so just, uh, you know, the little things are the things that take care of the big things. So that's our focus: the little things, both offensive and defensive, and D line. We're not we're not uh, reading the via the neck. We're not closing. We're not, you know, playing flat down the line we're running up in the backfield we're doing we're doing some you know middle school type stuff on defense that we've got to we've got to fix coach i know you haven't seen monterey in a little while obviously they played them last year but you weren't with the team last year they've had a pretty good start to the season going 2-0 and they've put up 83 points Uh, have you had a chance to look at them yet getting ready for friday yeah i've seen them on film very very disciplined fundamental football team uh Really, really good runner at, at the tailback and, and quarterback both. Uh, 
you know, solid, solid, very solid football team. Uh, going to be a, a big challenge for us. Do you think it's a pretty good advantage, or at least a pretty big advantage, to at least host them at home for the first region game of the year? Well, obviously, you know, you you definitely want to be at home. Uh, I don't know what the advantage. You know, you got your home crowd. You're not traveling, uh, more familiar. But uh, you know, I'm I'm thankful we do have them at home this year. But uh, again, very well coached, very fundamental football team. Uh, so. You know, like I told our guys, you know, we we've got we've got to worry about ourselves and and we've got to get prepared for them. But big thing, you know, we we've, we've got to tackle well. We've got to do a good job on the D line, uh, and uh, make make those guys have to bounce instead of running straight ahead north and south. I kind of wanted to ask you about that. How do you try to slow down a player, especially like Mason Bowman, who's already reeled off a couple of big games to start the year? Yeah. Well, it just it just takes a team effort and guys knowing their gap assignments and and uh, playing those gap assignments and you know sometimes linemen have to sacrifice themselves so that the uh, linebackers can make plays. Uh, you know he's an excellent runner. He's got great vision. Uh, runs runs hard. Stays. You know. You know. He, he, to me, you always look at a running back, and I tell our running backs this: uh, you judge a running back by how many yards he gets after first contact and. Uh, Mason Mason is one of those guys that, you know, not many first defenders take him down. He's been pretty good so far this season. That's head coach Derwin Wright with the York Institute Dragons football program. They're getting ready to take on Monterey in their first region game coming up on Friday. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you. I appreciate your coverage. Joined now by head coach Sean Loftus of the Jackson County Blue Devils football program. Coach, a tough loss on Friday at York 35-2, to and I just want to start it off right there. Just take me through your thoughts on Friday night's contest against the York Institute Dragons. Well, I mean, it was just uh, allowing York to have some explosive plays based off of, uh, you know, alignments or, or somebody missing a uh, tackle or two, but... Uh, you know, it. Uh, I thought offensively that uh, you know we had a we 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 drove the ball and had opportunities to uh, you know to get the ball in the end zone or you know and it was just us shooting ourselves in the foot or um, you know doing some, like a holding penalty brought us out of the red zone one time we um, we got down there and and missed a couple assignments on another uh, drive and and uh, was trying to kick a field goal it get it gets blocked. Um, and, um, but I mean, we were able to drive, it seemed like 20 to 20, but just never could, uh, end up getting any points out of it. So, um, you know, York, I mean, I thought that they, uh, you know, they got a good football team, but, uh, you know, I don't think, I still don't think though that the, um, the score was actually indicative of how the game actually was. I know what you mean by that. I've been through a couple of Livingston football games the first couple of weeks and kind of the same case where they seem to have flashes and are able to kind of get down to that 20. They were finally able to score against Cookville this past week. When they get down to that 20 for your squad, what's kind of the focus and what do they need to do to finally get it into the end zone? Well, I mean, in, in most cases, I mean, of course, the closer when somebody's backed up against you know the wall. I mean, they 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 start sending pressures and things, and uh, you know it's just one person or or possibly two people just you know not doing their assignment or or not doing it the way that they're supposed to be. The way they've done it all drive long, and uh, you know there was a couple of cases to where after looking at the film, 
you know, a missed block here or uh, a wrong step there, I mean, end up costing us maybe, uh, you know, prolonging the drive and in the long run putting putting points on the board. Uh, but I, I still think, you know, we're, we're a very young, or I say, I don't say we're very young, we're a very inexperienced football team uh, with a lot of older kids that just have not played a lot of football uh, or just came out. And so... With that being said, I mean I feel like that each and every week, you know, we're we're getting better. I mean we we we're much improved after week one from week two, and I just hope that we can continue to uh, to to improve each and every week. We're joined by head coach Sean Loftus of the Jackson County Blue Devils right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, uh, you just kind of mentioned it, the improvement from week one to week two, and I wanted to ask you about that. Through two weeks of football so far, what are some positives that you have seen from your team? Well, I just thought that we, uh, you know, unfortunately right now we've not been able to put the ball in the end zone, but, um, you know, we did drive the football. Um you know, against Salina uh, two weeks ago, uh, we only pretty much had maybe one, uh, two drives at most that uh, that uh, you know we we kind of flipped the field or anything like that. But I mean, I thought against York, I mean, we had several drives that uh, from twenty to twenty, and uh, like I said, just could not stick the ball in the end zone and get points off of it. Um, and so with that, I mean, obviously you've got to, to like where, you know, the improvement is, uh, you know, we've just got to continue to do some things defensively as well. And, uh, you know, and, you know, you know, we're again, I mean, it's, it's like, we've got kids in the right spots. And then if, uh, and, and I don't know if, uh, um, you know, again, we're 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 inexperienced, so uh, hopefully some of these games on when the lights come on, it's a lot different than whenever it is in practice. I mean, we we misaligned a time or two, and and with York speed, I mean, they took advantage of it and got to the edge and 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 scored. And so, um, you know, we just got to continue to go to work each and every day that we possibly can, and and try to improve on uh, basically in every phase of the game. Coach, heading into week three, taking on a Sale Creek team. It was your first win a season ago, 27-20 to 20 on the road. What's the focus on in practice as you get ready for them this week? Well, our focus, obviously, is correcting some of the mistakes that we have made and, um, and trying to uh, play to our strengths. Um, but, uh, you know, Sale Creek is a, uh, you know, a team that I'm sure is going to be coming in here. They're going to be hungry. I mean, they came off of a – they didn't play last week, came off in a, of a bye that I'm sure that they, uh, you know, uh, took, uh, you know, an opportunity to work on themselves and, uh, and, and prepare against us as well. So, I mean – um, you know, that's always kind of scary, I guess, a little bit that, you know, whenever a team has a bye before uh, they play you because they get that extra week to prepare. And But uh, but then again, it been so early in the year, um, you know, I do think just like we made a big jump, I think they're going to improve too from game one to game two. Uh, I just hope that, uh, you know, this week that, uh, you know, we can correct some things that uh, uh, maybe we have uh, – you know, didn't do over the last two weeks, uh, offensively and defensively, and uh, just hopefully we can put four quarters together and and uh, and try to uh, you know put the ball in the end zone and 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 uh, and I just feel like these kids, you know, just like every team. I mean, once you get a lead or 
or get a taste of that end zone. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, they play so much harder and, uh, uh, and, and, and for so much longer. I don't care how, how tired you are or how beat up you are. I mean, if you're in a ball game or if you put the ball in the end zone and playing with a lead, I mean, you're going to play harder. Head coach Sean Loftus with the Jackson County Blue Devils right here on the high school playbook 0-2, but taking on a Sale Creek team that is 0-1 coming up on Friday at home. Coach Loftus, we appreciate the time as always. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Welcome back on the high school playbook. Joined now by head coach Steve Trapp of the DeKalb County Tigers, who moved to 2-0 and on the season after another close victory over Smith County on the road last Friday, 17-14. to Coach, a last-second 31-yard field goal from your kicker and Juan Ortega. How cool was that on Friday for the win? Uh, it's very exciting. You know, it's just uh, one of those games. We knew it was going to be like that going in. Points were going to be at a premium. You know, two good defenses, two good football teams. And, uh, you know, we made plenty of mistakes just like the first week to lose that game. But our guys definitely played hard enough to be victorious and to be able to end it in that fashion. You know, Juan being a freshman and all the work that he's put in over the summer to, to kick. Uh, I'm just glad that it worked out for him. Coach, it's the second straight week that you guys have had some late-game heroics. You had mentioned it just right there. What is your stress level like going into week three? <laughs> well, like I said, I just enjoy how hard our guys are playing. Uh, definitely, you know, we're working daily uh, on the things that we need to clean up, and that's that's an ongoing process no matter what the situation is. You know, if, if we have been clean as coaches, we're always looking for areas to improve, and that's kind of how we define our program is just to be better the next opportunity that you have, but, uh, but just really enjoy how hard these guys are working and how hard they're playing. Uh, like I said, we faced two pretty good football teams and we're fortunate to be two and zero. it could very easily be the other way around, but, uh, what has happened has happened and we're pretty much focused on moving forward and taking care of what we can take care of this week. Coach, how much confidence does it give you that when you get in late-game situations or even just the fourth quarter in general that you can pretty much trust in your team that they are going to be able to take care of whatever is thrown at them? Well, so far they've held up to that task. Like I said, they've uh, they've proven going all the way back to the spring that they'll play hard for us, they'll fight hard for us, and, and for each other and just uh, you know buying into that one-play-at-a-time mentality and just understanding no matter how good a play is or how bad the play is that it's about the moment that you're in. So be where your feet are and just give us your all. And, uh, you know, so far they've, they've done that for us. Well, let's get into week three a little bit. Obviously a shorter week this week. Let's start it off. How's the injury report look like so far for you guys? Uh, so far, knock on wood, we're pretty good. You know, uh, John Ellis, uh, you know, he rolled his ankle pretty bad there. I think the second or third play of the game. So, you know, he wasn't able to finish that game with us, but he's gotten better each and every day and uh, looking like he's going to be good. But other than that, like I said, knock on wood, we're doing pretty good. That's what we like to hear. Now, it is the first Thursday game of the year for you guys. Uh, take me through it, just practice schedule-wise. How does it change it for you guys on a short week? Well, it changes it. You know, we've played Thursday games in the past, but it was one of those where it was weather and decided, you know, on a Tuesday we needed to move it up, so we were kind of stuck in it. But uh, you know, we're not a program that brings our guys in on Saturdays or Sundays or anything like that, but uh, we did back everything up a day. Typically, we'll meet as coaches, uh, you know, on Sunday after church, uh, and then Saturday, we're kind of doing our own thing, looking at it and bringing everything together. Uh, so we just backed everything up a day. Saturday was for the coaches. Sunday, we brought in our varsity guys and, you know, reviewed film and got some field work in, and then, uh, you know, every day since then, you know, Monday, uh, Sunday was our Monday, Monday was our Tuesday, so forth. So we're getting in a full week. We just had to back everything up a day. 
We're talking with head coach Steve Trapp of the DeKalb County Tigers right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. They are 2-0 and after a couple of close wins to start the year and get a nice Thursday matchup with Macon County. Let me go backtrack a little bit. You had mentioned some mistakes through the first two weeks. What are those mistakes and what are you guys working on in practice to try to remedy those in week three? Well, really week one, you know, we had some turnovers. I think we had three turnovers, but we had none of those in week two, so... Uh, you know, definitely that was an emphasis going into the week. And, you know, last week's game, you know, we had uh, we had two touchdowns called back with penalties. Uh, you know, so big plays for us. You know, we got a turnover and had a sudden change and uh, got a score right after that. But it got, held, got called back on a holding call. Then had another uh, touchdown pass. It got called back. You know, so just, uh, you know, didn't, didn't get on them too hard for those. Those guys were trying to make plays. I'm not going to sit here and argue about the officials. Uh, determine if I thought they were good or bad, but it was just uh, very untimely penalties for us. But like I said, we were able to, to keep our mojo and our mindset and just continue to play. Macon County coming up in the first region game. What do you know about the Tigers? Well, like I said, the uh, last couple of years, it's been real gritty games between us two. Uh, it's the first region game of the year, so it's very important uh, you know, to kindly establish your, your setting or place uh, in the region, you know, home playoff games, region championships potentially, and all that stuff uh, kind of comes to fruition a little bit after this first. And so, like I said, we've had some battles the last couple of years. They've, uh, they're they 2-0, and so two undefeated teams coming in. They typically have a real stingy defense, and they run wing T, so that presents a challenge in itself. And so it's going to be a big week for us. Coach, uh, the first two games of the year obviously have gone deep into almost the final play of each of the game. This one is probably going to be the same type of thing. How do you try to keep, uh, obviously winning is going to help a lot, but how do you try to keep the morale and just the conditioning in general of your team up to be ready to be going in that fourth quarter? Well, I mean, we just do what we do. Uh, I mean, it's, it's you know, how we practice, how we work, you know, how we talk to our guys. Uh, you know, like I said a few moments ago, no matter good or bad, it's all about the next moment and just making sure that you're focused in mentally uh, and then just giving it everything that you've got. And that's the physical part of it. So, uh, you know, with the clock running out or for up by 20 or just three or whatever it may be, we're just going to make sure that we try to keep our guys in the moment uh, and they do what they've been coached to do. Lastly, Coach, what do you want to see the guys do well coming up on Thursday? I would just keep playing hard. Like I said, I don't think we're going to have to question their effort. They've given us that, like I said, going all the way back into the spring. But just, you know, continue to play hard. Uh, just continue to buy into our mindset and philosophy of next play mentality and, uh, you know, and, and play clean. You know, just, you know, hopefully not have any touchdowns called back with penalties and things like that. But, you know, typically a coach will get more upset with those penalties that happen before or after the whistle those things that happened during the play, it's just guys trying to play. And uh, like I said, the, the ones that we had, it was just guys trying to do their job and work hard. And, you know, things happen sometimes. I, I do believe those flags could have went either way. But uh, at the end of the night, we were, we were able to be victorious, and that's all that matters. Head coach Steve Trapp with the DeKalb County Tigers. They're getting ready to take on Macon County, sitting at 2-0 and on the season. Both of those teams, that'll be a fun Thursday night game. Coach Trapp, we appreciate the time as always. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. We're joined now by head coach Taylor Hennigan of the Cookville Cavaliers football program. They just took down Livingston Academy 27-7 to this past Friday. And Coach Hennigan, your first career victory as head coach with the Cookville Cavaliers. I'll start it right there. How did that feel on Friday? Yeah, it felt good. It's always good to win. Um, obviously, being my first win, it's a, it's a big one. Um, I'm, I'm happy for our team, for our seniors, uh, and just our program as a whole. Very proud 
of, of a lot of people that had a lot to do with, with that win. Coach, it was not an easy win for you guys. Tied 7-7 seven to seven at halftime. You make some adjustments in the second half. The offense played well pretty much all game long, and then the defense really turned it on in the second half. What adjustments did you guys make at halftime? Uh, you know, there was a couple things defensively, um, you know, that we did scheme-wise to try to uh, really passing defense-wise that we had to adjust. But, um, you know, I, I tried to tell people all week that Livingston is, is better – certainly offensively than people gave them credit for and they moved the ball week one um and they moved the ball you know against us we just uh you know at, at halftime it was more about just making sure that we took advantage of the opportunities offensively um that we did have in the first half that we didn't convert on um and then defensively just a couple of adjustments but kind of more of just keep playing hard uh you know keep doing what we're supposed to do and uh, we'll find a way, and, and I was proud of our guys for doing that in the second half. Coach, in the backfield, you guys kind of cycled through five or six different backs throughout that ball game. Is that by design, or are you guys still trying to find two or three guys to kind of be the mainstays at running back? Uh, I, I do think it was expected. Um, we, we've planned on rolling, you know, five, four or five guys, and I've done that through the spring, through the summer, and obviously through the first couple of weeks. So, uh, we will continue to do that. I think part of it is, you know, finding a, a rhythm of who kind of can do what the best. Um, and, and then also just each guy brings a little bit something different uh, to the table. They're all, you know, honestly, they're all pretty inexperienced. And so uh, we're trying to learn as much about uh, they are as they're trying to still learn our system and kind of get in a rhythm. So uh, we will continue to roll some guys in the backfield. Uh, kind of going off of that, the offense was really balanced, especially on the ground and through the air. Mace Thompson looked really good through a couple of really good passes and a couple of deep balls as well. Does it seem like he's starting to get more up to game speed off of the injury from last season? Yeah, for sure. I thought I thought week one he missed some opportunities to to convert on some open throws and some explosive passes. Uh, I thought last week he was really in a good rhythm and. and through some really nice passes and we didn't catch him on the other end a couple of times but uh he just looks more comfortable he's always been you know confident in, in his ability but i think just getting those reps um getting the rhythm i think helped him so hopefully each week he just continues to improve we're talking with head coach Taylor Hennigan of the Cookville Cavaliers right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. They are 1-1 one one after beating Livingston 27-7 on Friday. Coach, what's the focus in practice this week? Well, I think it's kind of twofold. I think we're still trying to improve and trying to iron out some things on both sides of the ball just to, uh, just to get more consistent. We improved a lot week one and week two just on, on us, um, on, on just simple things that we thought we didn't really do well week one. Um, and there's still some things that uh, we have to continue to improve. So a lot of the focus will continue just to be on us fundamentally, um, you know, scheme, just trying to continue to uh, to get some experience doing our stuff. And then the other side of it is the threat that Lebanon poses on both sides of the ball and the personnel they have, the, the way that they're coached. They do a really good job and they're, they're well coached. They play hard. Uh, they've got momentum. You know, they, they're kind of in a position where they expect to win. And um, on top of that, they've got some electric players that uh, they can get the ball to offensively. So 
we've got our hands full, uh, but we do try to just keep it about us and try to focus on how we can improve. Uh, you guys defensively showed out pretty well against the Wildcats, especially in the second half, and it's going to be put on display against the good Lebanon offense coming up this Friday. They've put up 49 and 43 points to the first two games. Well, what are they so good at offensively that's going to make it difficult for you guys? Well, there's a couple of players that um, you know stand out, but really just the balance of they've got multiple people that can hurt you. They've got speed. Um, I think a lot of people kind of notice their speed, but they're also pretty pretty dang good up front, and they're they're physical. So quarterback can hurt you running or throwing. Uh, he's got multiple guys that he can get the ball to, and they do a good job of mixing in. Um, I wouldn't say tricks, but kind of the screen game and some some different run stuff with also taking shots down the field. So uh, we will have to do a much better job of keeping the quarterback in the pocket and continue to run to the ball, which is something I thought we did a good job of Friday night. Uh, we're going to have to get 11 guys to the football and rally to, to get these guys on the ground. It's the first true road game of the season for you guys, first couple of games at Tech, and now you get to go on the road to a really good Lebanon team. What do you want to see the guys do well, specifically that it is going to be the first road game of the season? Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's more than just the basic little things. I think it's going to be about how we execute up front, obviously. Um, assignment and alignment defense, uh, because they are um, talented enough to create something out of nothing. So we're going to have to be sound. Um, again, I think this game typically, even back to when I played, even if we were maybe a little bit less talented, it was a close game and we won a lot of those games. Sometimes Cookville maybe was expected to beat Lebanon, and it's a close game, and they've, they've beaten us in, in some games like that. So we've got to be able to, to grind out a game, I think, and get it to the fourth quarter. Um, and then at that point, you know, just hopefully we can um, make some plays late and win the game. First region game of the year coming up for the Cookville Cavaliers at Lebanon on Friday. Coach Hennigan, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck this Friday. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Welcome back on the High School Playbook, joined now by head coach Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats football program, a team that went 2-0 this past Friday, beating Cumberland County 33-0 on the road. Coach, take me through. What were your thoughts on the win this past Friday? Well, you know, I, I thought we played uh, a pretty clean game and, uh, you know, nothing but respect for Coach Rapaski and, and Coach Heitz and his coaching staff. Uh, you know, those guys are great football coaches. Uh, those two, those two gentlemen there, uh, you know, I have a long history with and, um, you know, I, I feel like they're, they're top level coaches and, and they're, they're in a program that they're trying to rebuild. And, and when you watch them on film and you, and you see the body of work that they have, all of a sudden you can see the work that they're doing. Um, and, and so, you know, we knew it was going to be a huge test for us. We knew it was going to be a huge test for our offense and our defense. And, and we had some struggles at times and, uh, and we had to fight through some adversity through that, but, uh, very proud of our offense for, for putting together a pretty good night. Uh, and, and super proud of our defense for getting a shutout. Coach, your team has put up 83 points in two games on the road to start the season. How pleased are you with the start of this season so far? Uh, you know, we're, we are pleased, uh, but, you know, we're by no means where we need to be. 
uh, we have a tremendous amount of work still to go and, and, you know, just finding consistency and, and being able to, to handle adversity a little bit better than what we are, but to be two and oh and, and win two games on the road is, is a true blessing. Uh, you know, it's one of those things, no matter how good or bad it is, it, you know, you're always blessed to get a win because you don't know when the next one may be. Coach, what what are a couple of those things that you guys are focusing on in practice to get a little bit better, especially heading here into week three? Well, you know, it, it's just being consistent with each other. It's understanding the the roles that each other has and, and how to play together. And, and, you know, the big thing for us is learning how to practice hard um, and how to show up every day to be better and, and compete every day and, and to compete in every period. And, and we don't do a good job of that right now. Um, but you know, a lot of that comes with, with, you know, learning and, and having younger guys in your program and, and the, those growing pains that young guys go through on, on how to practice the same way on Mondays, you're going to play on Friday. And that's a hard, hard challenge. And, and it's something that it, it really takes a, a huge mental focus. Uh, and so that's some of the stuff that we continue to talk about every day. Does it seem like those young guys that you're mentioning have, does it seem like they're progressing as this season has gone on? Yeah, you know, uh, if you go back into, uh, you know, spring practice into June and July, I think it's been a huge growth with our young guys that, that are playing and, and a huge expectation on those guys. And, and, you know, you can see the change with them every day. You know, I, I told somebody, um, early in July that I felt that we would be a different program come October than what we are in, in August and September just because of experience. Um, because no matter how much you practice, game reps and, and game experiences, it, those are things that you, you can't simulate. And we can't simulate because of the bodies that we have. Um, so being in those live repetitions and, and live reps um, is it, just it, it's so valuable to the growth of those young guys, and they're getting that every night now. We're talking with head coach Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats football program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. 2-0 on the season and getting ready for a big matchup at York coming up in week three. But it's the first region game of the season. Take me through how big and how important is that first region game to try to get some momentum going on down the road? Well, you know, our region is a five-team region. And, and so when you only have four region games, every one of them is very critical. You know, last year, uh, we went three and one in the region and, and, you know, that was, uh, the reward for that was having to travel three and a half hours to play the eventual mm-hmm. state runner up. Um, so, you know, all these games are, are very critical, but, you know, it, it's one of those things you, you do want to get off to a good start, but, but you just, you know, you can't put too much weight on it because you don't want to put too much pressure on these young guys. They, they feel the pressure as it is. They understand their role. They understand what has to happen. And, uh, and they they know what's at stake, and and so it's one of those things where you know we we're trying to take it as just another Friday night, but we do we do understand there's some some significance in in this Friday night being a region game. You mentioned last year going three and one in region play. Of course, this was one of the games that you were able to win. It was twenty to six, and it's a different team this year. Of course, of course, they have Coach Wright back. How do you think the Dragons might be a little bit different with Coach Wright back on the sidelines? I mean, Coach Wright's a, a gentleman that's won, uh, you know, hundreds of games, and, and every one of his teams that he's had has always been successful. Um, I've, I've never had the opportunity to coach against him. I, I just know his reputation, uh, and, and in talking and hearing other coaches 
uh, talk about, you know, how his teams have always played and, and you know, how well disciplined they are and, and how they execute. And, you know, and, and so when you look at his career record, I mean, crap, he, he's won hundreds of games for a reason. So obviously they're going to be a different team than they were last year. Um, and, you know, obviously we're a little bit different than we were, you know, last year. And, and both of us have different bodies and, and both of us are doing some things a little bit different than, than we always have. And uh, so it, I, I believe it'll be a fun night. Um, you know, I, I, I really like their football team. Um, you know, they've got older bodies, uh, a lot of, lot of experience, a whole lot more experience than we have. Uh, and, and so that's a very scary thing for us, especially having to go on the road. Lastly, Coach, what do you want to see your team do well here in Week 3? You know, it's one of those things uh, for us. You know, we, we always ask one question, and, and we always have one thing that, that we want. You know, it's when we leave the field, did, did we give our best effort? Uh, did, we, did we give our best effort mentally and physically for our teammates and, and for our school and our community? Uh, and did we represent our school and community and, and our families and everybody else? Did we represent them uh, the way that, that we want to be represented or that we, we want to represent? And, uh, you know, matter, no matter wins or losses, if we leave uh, that night, we know we gave the best effort that we had, then, then everything else will be okay. Head coach Scott Hughes with the Monterey Wildcats right here on the high school playbook. We're getting ready to open up a region play at York coming up on Friday. Coach Hughes, we appreciate the time as always. All right. Thank you, guys. Look back on the high school playbook. Joined now by head coach Mark Frazier of the White County Warriors football program. Coach, uh, a fun victory last Friday night for you guys over Warren County, 22-21. to Take me through. What were your thoughts on the win? Well, uh, a little closer than we really uh, wanted it to be. I, I can tell you that for sure. Uh, it was a it was a fun win. It was a fun crowd. There was a, a ton of folks here from McMinnville and Sparta, so it was made it for a really good atmosphere. And we got off to a good start. Had some penalties, you know, killed a couple of drives, and then ended up having to make a, a last second score and went for two and made it. So it was a exciting game for the crowd. Um, like I said, it was a big win for us and a rivalry game and taught us how to win a close game we we had a lot of close losses last year i thought it was really important for us to get that win so they realized we can't pull one out when it's tight so um but all in all you know you take a w and don't apologize for it so uh, glad to get two and oh coach the pioneers oh and two but very well could be two and oh how improved are they this year compared to last year well you know we had a covid win against them last year we actually didn't mm. get to play then so as far as uh, me being able to tell you better or worse from last year, it would be hard for me to say. Uh, but I, I do know this. they got a couple of really good athletes, and Coach Turner does a great job with that program. They've, they've, you know, we've talked about this before. I, he and I feel like we were kind of in the same boat where we were trying to get started with these programs, and uh, I think he's done a really good job. You know, you hate to lose a game that way. I've, I feel sorry. You know, I feel his pain. I've been on the other side of that many, many hmm. times. So it's a tough way to lose a game, uh, but but he'll he'll rebound and and they'll, they'll end up having a good year. Malachi, another really big game for him. Scored a touchdown to put you guys in that position to win. How special has he been just in the first two weeks of the season? Well, you know, we basically he, I think he had thirty three carries of the night, and that's the most that I believe we've given him the ball. Hmm. Um, uh, you know, since I've been here, so you know he put us on his backs uh, especially on that last drive he tested every play up until the two point conversion and and uh, just a special athlete you know I, I say it every week it doesn't shock me anymore i'm shocked when he doesn't do stuff like this so it's uh you know just a good football player and and you know did his thing once again 
you alluded to it a little bit in, in saying that it's good to finally come out on the winning side of a close game like this one because last year you were on the losing side a few times. How proud were you of your team to continuing to fight even though they were down for some of that game and able to kind of ground, grind out that win? Oh, it, it would have been an easy game to to lay down and and lick your wounds and go to the house on. We we come back on a you know I'm not sure how many long play drive it was to tie the game to, at 14 and then get hit right off the bat with a long touchdown run in one play to go back down you know 21 to 14 with four minutes to go and you know that would have been an easy time to to lay down uh, but the guys uh, fought back and like I said Malachi punched it in there with you know 20 some odd seconds to go and then. Trip did a good job on the two point conversion. The offensive line blocked that play excellently on that last play. So it was nice to, to like you said, come out uh, on the correct end of a close game. And I think that can pay off for us down the road. We're talking with head coach Mark Frazier of the Wine County Warriors right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The Warriors 2-0 and on the season, and they got a fun game coming up this week against Station Camp. Coach, let's talk about week three, and I'll start with the injury report. How are you guys looking so far? Uh, we, we had an issue with one of our offensive linemen on his ankle, but I think he's going to be fine. So we should be relatively healthy going into that game. Um, but, you know, this is going to be a different animal. It's um, – you know, we've had a couple good wins, some some good rivalry games, but Station Camp is a is a little different beast that we'll be tackling on Friday. So we're going to have to play better. We can't have the mistakes that we've had and the penalties that we've had uh, the first couple of weeks and still be uh, successful. So going to have to de- definitely you know cross the T's and dot the I's, and, and if we're going to come out on top this week. What are some of those mistakes through the first two weeks that you guys are going to be focusing on in practice to be a little better coming up this week? Well, you know, penalties are huge. Uh, probably the, the the biggest thing we've got to do. We've had some bad snaps. We had a, a drop ball on a on a punt of fake. We just dropped the ball. We we've got to do things like that that are uh, in our control uh, and, and make sure we clean all that up. Um, but then the penalties is another thing, and it's tough. I mean, there's times we watch and we go, you know, hey, uh, kids being aggressive on a block, and you know. We don't always agree with what's getting called out there, so it's tough sometimes to try to correct something that you feel like you know probably didn't need to be corrected. So, but but we do know this: we got to be uh, you know just a smarter football team. We can't have anything that we shoot ourselves in the foot with uh, that we can control. So uh, that, that's really what we're after: just everything that we can handle, you know, that we can do on our own, and, and make sure that we're not making mistakes uh, that we can control. And hopefully, that'll help us out a little bit. Let's dive into station camp a little bit. This was a game last year, one of those close ones that we had been talking about, fell 14-10. to 10. How do you try to reverse that trend this year, and what do you know about station camp? What makes him so good? Well, you know, last year was a tough loss. We were, you know, we had two touchdowns called back there. We had a punt snapped over our head. We're up 10-7 with, you know, three or four minutes to go and had a bad snap. And they got it down on the four or five yard line and scored. So, you know, we were very competitive with them. Felt like we gave that one away. Um, they've got everybody back pretty much. Their whole defense is back. Um, they got a lot of good size, uh, offensively on offensive line. Got a, a really big running back, but probably the biggest addition is they've added a quarterback who really, uh, uses his legs well. He's, he's a difference maker. Um, so they're just going to be a little more talented probably than they were last year, being a year older. And so, got to account for that and and continue to improve ourselves lastly coach what do you want to see the team do well in week three well i think we meant it though we just got to play smart we got to hold on to the football no turnovers no bad snaps 
things that we can control. I feel comfortable in saying that we'll come out and play hard. Um, these kids always do that. So I think if we come out and play hard and play smart, then we'll have a have a chance. Like I said, they're they're a really good football team, so we're going to have to do everything right. But if we uh, come out and play hard, you know, it could be an interesting game. Head coach Mark Frazier with the White County Warriors right here on the high school playbook taking on station camp to open up a region play coming up on Friday. Coach Frazier, we appreciate the time. Hey, thank you.